0: Hello and welcome to the world according to The Knock, the shittiest tornado to hit your life and with our impact on the rest of your life. On this road you will meet the most fabulous people and also some absolute idiots and we are here to help you decipher between the two and make your road a bit more bearable and most importantly to give you some hope. Listener's discretion is advised due to the sensitive nature of the podcast and the swearing. And uh, welcome to the first official episode of the podcast, The World According to the Knock. Um, I'm gonna keep it very real. So it's not gonna be a lot of editing and you're gonna hear noises and like last time, dogs barking and the letterbox going and stuff like that. I'll keep that in. You know, I'm sorry, I'm not, it's me. I'm real. Um, As for me, Um, I'm not going to identify who I am in any way. Um, it's not relevant. This is a guide. This isn't about my story. It's not about anyone else's story. It's just a guide to get through. And after seeing a lot of the feedback, to feel less alone, to know that there's others out there that feel exactly like you do, um... And that is the purpose of this podcast, not to feel so alone and to learn along the way. Um, So today's episode is called The Tornado. Um, There's our first reference to The Wizard of Oz. And uh, why is the knock so like the tornado? Well, it hits with no knowledge, you don't know it's gonna hit. (laughs) Didn't have storm chasers in those days. Um, And it literally picks you up, throws you around, you're up in the air, there's things bashing into you, and then all of a sudden there's this great big massive thud And that THUD is realisation of what the hell is going on. Um, so this isn't about my journey. This is many stories from many, many people I have spoken to over the last four years. So it'll be like a a joint, (laughs) um effort in how it is, the knock, the tornado. Um, It can be morning, it can be night time, it can be any bloody time they want to turn up really. I mean, you just get this very forceful knock on the door. Yeah, how's that? You're not expecting knock at that time in the morning or evening or, you know. And you answer that door. There's police officers there. Now I know for me, and I know for quite a few others, when they say we are here about so-and-so, your first thought, especially if they're not in the house, is that they have died been an accident and they have died. And that thought is so fleeting and so devastating. Um, I've had both experiences so I've had when he wasn't there and when he was there. Um, and then they say We'd like to take devices. <laughs> and for me, that was when the penny dropped. For many it isn't, but for me it was. Only because I'd watched a programme about it the night before. And... Uh, how did I feel? How did any of us feel? Do you know what? I've asked that question numerous times over the years. And no one can answer, because no one actually knows. It's a feeling no one knows, no one can pinpoint, no one can say exactly how they felt, because it's a feeling they've never had before and hopefully never again. It's numb, sick, trembling, Someone's just described it to me as like an out-of-body experience. It's like you are watching someone else and you want to tell them, but you can't because they won't hear you. And I tell you what, that's perfect, actually. It is like an out-of-body experience. It's like you're not in the room. You're not the one being spoken to. You're not the one being sat down and watched like a hawk. You're not the one sitting there watching the police walk round your house and rip it apart looking for devices and whatever else, taking photos. It's like you're not there. And then, you know, you've got the added (laughs) bonus, not bonus, added thing of if you've got children in the house, because that is your first concern is the children to protect them to protect them from what the hell is going on and uh I know a lot like get their kids out of the house as quickly as possible neighbours, friends, you know whatever way, I know that we did um because you don't want them to see any of that. You don't want any of their innocence to be taken away. And the minute that happens, it feels like their innocence is being intruded on, stamped all over. So you want to get them out of there as quickly as possible. Of course, depending on their age, especially when they're little that have no understanding of what's going on. Um, So they come in, take it apart, take the person they're arresting, and then they might leave you with a leaflet. Or in my case, a name of a charity written on the back of a police card. Um, for Lucy Faithful, foundation. Um, now, the great thing about them, I spoke last week about the forum. They have a forum. And that's how a lot of us have met, through the forum. And it has grown and grown and grown. Um, so... I would definitely recommend going to the forum, if this happens to you. Um, You don't have to join, you don't have to post. You can read, you know, even reading the the posts and threads on there can be a massive relief, just to realise you're not on your own. And also, it's a fantastic place to gain information. But they also have helpline, and I know many, many. I've never rung them. Um, but I know many have. And the majority of feedback of that is has been fantastic. <clears throat> People found it very, very helpful. So um, that's what's happened. that you know that's what will happen. Saying that, a lot don't get leaflets. A lot don't get told anything. A lot of the police forces don't give that information over. Um, I know in Ireland, they don't even know the majority of the police forces, social services, anyone, even know about Lucy Faithful Foundation or any of the other charities. There's many, many other charities, but we'll do a separate episode on the charities. Um, and then you're left. That's it. Done. Bye. And that's the thud of the tornado. When you're left there on your own with nothing, absolutely nothing. Don't know how to feel, don't know what to think, no one to talk to. But the one thing that everyone will feel I know this for definite is vulnerable. Extremely vulnerable. That feeling of vulnerability is immense and overwhelming and devastating. It's It's the weirdest feeling in the world. Now, strangely, um, today I've asked for feedback um, from the community to, you know, can you describe that day for me? These are people that are like, you know, three, four years, even longer, um, on the other side. And a lot of them can't describe it. Um, They've buried those feelings, those emotions. And I must say, I'm the same. Um, I never talk about that day. And when I have had to, um, with professionals, you know, I've been asked, I I get very emotional because it's something you just bury. You, You, you know, you don't think about it. But then when you're asked to go back to that day it's like it's happened all over again. It's a really, really weird feeling. Um, And that's where the vulnerability, it hits. That's when you remember and and you feel vulnerable again. It's it's a very, very strange feeling. Um, Now, that vulnerability can cause problems. There's nothing you can do about it, but it can cause problems because then you get other agencies come in, you get, you know, the police coming back and asking questions and, you know, all stuff like that. And you think, I've got to say everything. You know, I've got nothing to do with this. I need to say everything. I need to give statements. I need to tell them everything that, you know, I know. I need to stand up for my, you know... Husband, son, brother. And that can be used against you, sorry to say. Um, And I think it's very sad that the agencies jump in when we have had this immense shock and trauma, because it is a trauma, you know. There's no ifs or buts about it. It's a trauma when this happens. And it's why so many in the community now suffer with PTSD. So when the agencies come in and are acting kind and oh, you know, talk to us and we'll be you know, we'll help you and everything, and it's just like you just spill, everything comes out. I did it and I know many others have, because you think they're there to help. Sadly, we always have to remember at the end of the day, the police are there to get a conviction. They think a crime is being committed and they want a conviction. And we have to remember that at all times. So you're left, you don't know what to do first thing you do is i've got to ring my family i've got to ring my friends okay here comes the practical stuff especially for that day and the first few days even weeks i mean my first two months i turned into the daughter my oldest daughter turned into the mother uh, because i just fell apart i lost so much weight and i know uh, there was a post about it the other day. Loads of people saying they lost weight and then put it on and yeah, I've done the same. Um, The most important thing is to look after you. You and you alone. Now, okay, that sounds weird. Isn't that a bit selfish? Not to worry about whoever's been arrested and accused of this. And what about children? Well, look at it this way, Uh, you know when you go on a plane and they say, in case of an emergency, please put on your oxygen mask before you put on anyone else's, including your children's. The same scenario here. (coughs) And the reason for is that you need to build up your strength to be able to support your children and whoever has been accused if you want to support them some do some don't that's a different episode but that needs you need to be strong so you need to look after you first thing I would say is also be very very careful who you tell sadly no one knows how anyone's going to react when they're told anything about this So be extremely careful about who you tell. Uh, Especially friends. Be extremely, extremely careful. But look after you. And if that means just having a couple of spoons of soup, just having that cup of tea, sitting in a room and crying your eyes out, do it. Just do it. Also, make an appointment to see your GP. Majority of GPs I know a couple that haven't been, but majority of GPs are extremely understanding and supportive, and keep their views to themselves. Um, they are there for you, it's, you know, um, and you know if you need. Sleeping tablets, get them. If you need antidepressants, get them. Anything just to get through at least the first month. Take anything that you can just to dull a lot of the shock and the emotions that you're feeling. So, the most important thing, I think, I can say and many, many others will say, is look after yourself first. Build up your strength. And by building up that strength, then you've got the strength to look after your children and make sure they are safe and they are not impacted so much by what's happened. Really, really, really important. I don't know how to emphasise it enough. Um, reach out on the forum, because the one thing I found was that you really feel like you're the only person going through what has happened. You're not. You're definitely not. Now, this is happening to hundreds and hundreds of people every month. The figures keep changing, it's gone from 500, and eight hundred, thousand. and majority of those have got families. You know the ripple effect of this is massive and that's why we need to put ourselves first before anyone else. So really really important and to feel less alone because that vulnerability takes a long time to subside so please try doing that so there we go there's the tornado it's funny when when we decided to use um, the Wizard of Oz um, as reference and you know We were looking at who characters would would be and how they were relevant to this journey and everything. And um, I went back and watched the film. It was a film I used to watch as a child every Christmas with my dad. And um, it has so many wonderful memories for me. And I watched it before I did the, the podcast and I'll tell you what, I looked at it in a different way. Completely different way. And it was um, extremely emotional and weird to put characters, you know, people on this journey as characters in The Wizard of Oz. And it works. It really does. So no, anyway, that's the episode for this week. Um I hope it makes feel you know, people feel a little bit less alone, and a little bit more understanding of how us, the community, feel and have been made to feel. You know, have a real true understanding of what the emotions are that we go through on the day the tornado hits. Anyway, thank you if you've got this far. <laughs> um, you know, please read, leave reviews, ratings, it all helps. Um, the last podcast has done really, really well. Um, people are obviously wanting to hear it. So let's keep that going. You know, Let's get heard. And if this helps one person brilliant it's worth doing so thank you to everyone and um hopefully we'll speak to you next week thank you very much take care